Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. You know, as I get ready to do these podcasts every week, the first question I ask myself is, where in the world did the last week go? Because the time that's in between the podcast seems to go by faster and faster uh, all the time, and time seems to be getting away from us as we find ourselves moving into the holidays already. It seems like we took the Christmas tree down just a few months ago, and now it's soon going to be time to put it back up again which is really the reason that it's important to make sure that we make the most out of every day and make our lives everything that it can be. So as always, I thank you for joining us this week, and I hope that these messages resonate with you somehow and that you're able to find some nugget in here that you can actually use in your everyday life that you find helpful. So with that, let's get on with this week's podcast. This first message is titled, Laughter is Medicine, and it came about as a result of a quote that I saw from Healthy Holistic Living that said, one minute of anger weakens the immune system for four to five hours, but one minute of laughter boosts the immune system for 24. Most people will tell you that when I was growing up as a kid, I was really funny. I can remember driving down the road with my family, and I would either say something or do something crazy that would have everyone in stitches. This was especially true when I was in the company of my Aunt Gail. We had this combined magic for creating laughter that would just set everyone off. Not to mention that I was quite the prankster. My granny would tell stories of things that I would do that would make her laugh so hard that she would cry. And that carried on into my early adult years and then seemed to subside. Somewhere along the way, as we start to age, we let the adversities of life override our ability to laugh and just be jovial. Personal, family, and work responsibilities tend to task us so much that we simply forget how to laugh. In doing so, we rob our bodies of one of the things that can often be a booster to our immune system, our psyche, and our general well-being. Think about the last time you were sitting around with family and friends, forgot about the stresses of the world, and simply laughed. I'm not talking about mere chuckles. I'm talking about those deep belly laughs that hurt, yet feel so good when they happen. They leave you with a rush of endorphins that set the stage for the rest of your day. You're often left feeling like you had taken some natural medicine, and that is the ultimate power of laughter. Life can often be hard, and constantly taking it so serious only makes it harder. It's incredibly important that we take the time to lighten up, enjoy the moment, laugh, love, and simply smile. It is often those moments that we remember over the bad, and those moments that enhance our lives to make it just a little more enjoyable. This next message came about as a result of a quote that I saw by Thomas Merton that said, Our job is to love others without stopping to inquire whether or not they are worthy. And I titled this one, We Are All Worthy of Love. It's unfortunate that today we have to search to find love and compassion. In the 24-hour news cycle that thrives on presenting us all the bad news of the day, we have to search to find any story of good, which is often presented in the last two minutes of the nightly broadcast. Bad news sells. Good news and stories of love and compassion are relegated to the middle of the paper, often in a column surrounded by ads four times the size and stories that are far less positive. Our love and compassion is now rationed to only those that we feel worthy, is often judged by standards that we have learned or been influenced by that have negated that innocence that we were born with. At what point did we decide that giving love required a litmus test to see that the person was worthy of receiving our love? We ask many questions. Do they believe the same things we do? Do they have the same political affiliation? Are they of the same religion? Do they live what we believe is a right life by our own determination? 
and the list goes on. Unless we check off every box on that list, we somehow find the reason to determine that another human being is not worthy of our love. And that's why we find ourselves in the position that we're in today in the world. We all have our own skeletons in our closet. We have things that we've done over our lives that make us less worthy as a person. Yet it's often overcoming those adversities and recognizing and learning from them that makes our lives a little better, while molding us into the person that we are. No one really knows our past, what we have dealt with, or those things that have helped shape the person that we have become. Yet, unfortunately, people use their judgment checklist to determine whether or not we are worthy of their love. I've written about my niece Courtney before, and if you've interacted with a person with Down syndrome, there's a lesson to be learned from them. For them, love is universal, unconditional, readily available, and for anyone who's willing to accept it. That's the way we should all live our lives. Love without judgment is true love at its best. The quote that prompted my next message said, You should tell people how important they are to you always. So I titled this message, Telling, Not Just Showing is Important. As we go through life, people come in and out of our lives along the way. Some seem to stick and others are there for just a fleeting moment, serving their purpose for the time. It's truly amazing that along the way we build this cadre of people that seem to always be a part of our lives in one way or another. We may go periods of time without interacting with them, but they're always there. When we have the opportunity to interact with them again, it's as if we were never apart. In those moments when we have the privilege of being in their company, do we always take the time to let them know just how important they are to us, or do we simply just take it for granted? I have friends in my life that have been my friends for going on 40 years. People have been there in good times and bad, celebrated many of my life events, and served as emotional support when it was needed most. And I've done likewise for them. And along the way, I've always tried to let them know, either vocally or in writing, just what they mean to me, and that I never take it for granted that they've allowed me to be a part of all aspects of their life. One thing that we have to always remember is that we are never guaranteed tomorrow. Every minute of life is a precious gift. That is why we have to take the time to acknowledge the importance people play in our lives. That acknowledgement also serves a dual purpose. It reminds them that their effort to be part of our lives are not taken for granted and is appreciated. We are all busy with our own lives, and sometimes it's work to find time for that dinner or trip with friends, outing in nature, or visit in their times of need. The fact that others make that time for us is a confirmation of the importance that we play in their life. Showing isn't always enough. Telling them is that true reminder that their importance in our lives is never-ending and shows that we never ever take for granted that beautiful gift that they continue to give. This next message was from an anonymous quote that I saw that said, If serving you is below you, then leadership is beyond you. So this next message I titled, Serving is Leadership. One of life's true gifts is the ability to serve. Having the opportunity to take care of others and work hard to make their lives a little better than what they're experiencing is something that enhances our own lives. Learning to be able to give back to the community rather than always taking prepares us for a level of leadership in life that is unachievable if we believe that serving is below us. People often think that they have to have a lot of money to give back. How often do we hear people say that they can't afford to contribute, don't have the time to participate, or just don't know what to do? In reality, giving back often doesn't involve money or large amounts of time. 
It just involves having the desire to do a little something to make someone's life a little better. One of the common themes among many of the true leaders in the world is their innate ability to serve. Along with their own level of success often comes philanthropy, foundations, programs, and efforts to do something to give back to the world. True leadership involves recognizing that it isn't just about your own success. It's also about the success of those around you and the passion for enhancing the world in which we live. If one lives a life solely focused on themselves and all the things that they can get out of the world without compassion for others, then they aren't true leaders. They may be leaders of their own realm, but they never truly touch society in a way that makes a difference. True leaders understand the need for compassion for their fellow human beings. They find a way to balance their success while helping ensure the success of others. If they don't, then true leadership is truly beyond them. Selfishness is a vice, while compassion is a virtue. Those that learn to balance the two are the true leaders of the world. That doesn't take large amounts of money or personal possessions. It only takes the willpower and desire to use the innate ability we possess to serve the common good. This final message came from a quote that I saw on Instagram on the good quote that said, Sometimes the people around you won't understand your journey, and they don't need to, it's not for them. So I titled this message, Our Life Journey Needs No Explanation. When I saw this quote, the first thing I thought of was how many times I felt the need to explain to others my personal journey. However, no matter how hard I tried, they just didn't get it. And often I'd make alterations to my life course to try and please others, which often resulted in great dissatisfaction on my part. It was only when I realized that I did not need approval from others for my personal journey that I started to live life for myself. So many times people get caught up in relationships, marriages, and friendships where we basically sell our souls to ensure that others are satisfied. We often forego our own ambitions, fail to follow our own dreams, and thereby live someone else's life rather than our own. What we forget is that we only get one chance at life. There are no do-overs, and that makes it incredibly important to make sure that we are living the life that nurtures our soul and not everyone else's. The first step to living a life that is true to who we are is understanding that others don't need to understand or approve our journey. Those who wish to can be a part of it if they so choose, but they shouldn't be able to choreograph our life to satisfy their own. Learning and understanding that gives us the freedom to be true to who we are and live a life that is fulfilling and rewarding. The next time you find yourself going off your life path, evaluate what it is that's causing the deviation. If it's because of your own action, evaluate and course correct. If it is because you are allowing someone else to direct your life for you, then take back your power and live the life that you deserve. And there you have it, another episode of Mornings with Ron. I hope something I've said in one of these messages is something that you can take and carry with you as you go throughout your week this week. I hope that you have an amazing week. And as you go out into this world, always, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles. 